T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 7 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Juvenile shot in southwest Wichita. We have the story. Car crashes into President's Motorcade. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. I'm Rodney Price. We'll find out today what Kansas's new state license plate will look like. That story is coming up. I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holiday. The cool front moved across south-central Kansas overnight, and that will bring temperatures down today. Our complete forecast and what to expect here in just a few minutes. Police are investigating a shooting that left a juvenile in critical condition Sunday night in southwest Wichita. The shooting occurred around 9.15 p.m. in the 3000 block of South Everett. Police say a juvenile male suffered two wounds to the torso and was hospitalized in critical condition. Police report no suspects in custody. A car crashed near President Biden. Fox's Marianne Rafferty has more. The Secret Service is on high alert after a car plows into President Biden's motorcade in Wilmington, Delaware. While the president was walking to an armored SUV from his campaign office, the car reportedly crashed into a vehicle used to block intersections. We're told the driver then tried to go around the closed intersection before surrendering at gunpoint to Secret Service agents. Neither the president nor First Lady were injured. And Secret Service did not immediately comment on that incident. The U.S. Defense Secretary is in Israel today as dozens more Gazans have reportedly died in airstrikes. The IDF Chief of Staff, Herzi Halevi, says the three men took their shirts off to show troops they didn't have explosives. They were also waving a white flag, but in the confusion and panic of war, IDF soldiers shot and killed them. Halevi said this is not how soldiers are trained to react with hostages or Palestinians. The IDF also announced that it's found the largest Hamas tunnel yet in Gaza. This tunnel is big enough to drive a car through. It's two and a half miles long and more than that, just a couple hundred yards away from Israel's border. The project to build the tunnel was led by Hamas leader Ihya Simwar's brother, Muhammad. We will learn today what Kansans' new state license plate will look like. The original design was revealed on November 22nd, but received harsh criticism from many Kansans. The state released five new designs to choose from, and that voting came to an end last Friday. There are several guidelines the state must follow in the design of the plate, including the number of digits, seven and the numbers must be black in color. Any phrase, motto, or slogan must be placed at the bottom of the license plate. The winning tag will be ready for use starting next year. Rodney Price, KNSS News. Enough fentanyl to kill half a million people was discovered while police officers were investigating a death in liberal Kansas last week. 
after serving a search warrant, two pounds of fentanyl, fentanyl test strips, ledgers, baggies, and scales were found in the residence. The U.S. is responding to the attacks against commercial ships in the Red Sea by Houthi forces. Fox's Lucas Tomlinson reports from the White House. This is a new Suez crisis for the top five global shipping companies have suspended operations in the Red Sea and some want President Biden to approve the U.S. military's plan to strike back. The USS Carney shooting down 14 drones in the Red Sea. The Pentagon has now dispatched three more guided missile destroyers, but it will take some time before they're on station. The Sixth Fleet said today the USS the Sullivan entered the Mediterranean to join those two destroyers. There have been 20 attacks in the Red Sea against international shipping in recent weeks. Fifty-five commercial vessels have now gone around the African continent to avoid the Suez Canal. Right now, parts of the Red Sea look like a parking lot. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin plans to meet with officials in Bahrain. KNSS News Time now, 7.04, four minutes past 7 o'clock. Kansas City Chiefs on the road yesterday right here on KNSS. You heard the action. We'll have highlights and reaction coming up on sports. Uber Eats has collected some of our strangest and more frequent requests. Aha. That story coming up on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. I want to tell you about something new coming to Wichita, the Rushwood Senior Living, opening in early 2024 at 21st and Greenwich. And we're talking about the new standard for senior living, offering stylish apartments and villas in the heart of a vibrant, thriving community. As the air capital of the world, Wichita's standards are sky high, just like the Rushwood Senior Living. The Rushwood is piloting both villas and apartments in the most modern senior living lifestyles. Residents will take off, making new friends and dining to their delight. The Rushwood puts you at home in the heart of a vibrant, thriving community, surrounded by a variety of outdoor recreation, fine dining, medical and professional services, and some of the best golfing Wichita has to offer. That's why we say it's the new standard for senior living in Wichita. Download a brochure or schedule a tour at RushwoodSeniorLiving.com. Call now, 316-540-5398. That's 316-540-5398. The Rushwood Senior Living. One tar, 98, seven. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted now, 709. Nine minutes past seven o'clock. A late-year storm has unleashed heavy rain and gusty winds as it barrels up the East Coast. The storm has flooded streets, forced water rescues, and caused the cancellation of holiday celebrations. In the waterfront community of Georgetown, South Carolina, authorities say dozens of rescues occurred after motors were stranded by floodwaters. The Senate continues talks on border security and foreign aid. Majority Leader Chuck Schumer wants the Senate in town to negotiate and vote on a compromise. Republicans want policy changes when it comes to border security in exchange for passing President Biden's emergency spending package that includes billions for Ukraine and Israel. Montana Democratic Senator John Tester thinks it's possible to get a deal done. Look, man, it's all a matter if we want to do it. Some Republicans, though, have said it's unrealistic to expect senators to negotiate, read, and vote on a comprehensive border and immigration bill in just one week. On Capitol Hill, Ryan Schmelz, Fox News. Now time is running out to get those holiday packages shipped. 
in time for Christmas. With Christmas a week away, it's time to get those packages shipped if you want them there in time for the holiday. If you're sending them through the U.S. Postal Service, here are the deadlines you need to know. For USPS Priority Mail three-day shipping, send it by Wednesday. For two-day priority, send it by Thursday. For first-class mail, like holiday cards sent through the Postal Service, get those in the mail by Wednesday at the latest. If you're sending packages by FedEx, the last day to send things by same-day shipping will be this Friday, not Saturday, because the holiday falls on Monday. For UPS customers, you'll need to send your very last packages by Thursday to get them there by Christmas. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. Uber Eats, collecting some of our strangest and more frequent requests. We apparently like things on the side. Uber Eats has released its annual cravings report, and it shares some of our strangest requests, including steak and jelly, seaweed and pasta sauce, cottage cheese and mustard. Our most popular non-food requests were Scott unscented toilet paper, COVID-19 antigen home tests, and the Plan B one-step emergency contraceptive. But here's the truth. Here are our top orders. French fries, garlic naan, pad thai, miso soup, and California rolls. Our top requests are, in this order, no onions, dressing on the side, ranch, extra soy sauce, spicy, sauce on the side, no lettuce, no jalapenos, extra gravy, no slaw. The most generous tippers are from Olympia, Washington, Asheville, North Carolina, and Bismarck, North Dakota. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. KNSS News. How do they know I wanted extra gravy? Yeah. <laughs> they know I like cottage cheese and mustard. Seven <laughs> Eleven now, Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Right now in traffic, uh, you will want to watch out. We have a stalled-out vehicle. This is eastbound uh, K96, pretty close to the ramp to Rock Road. That busy this time of morning. Traffic update, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. And now the KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ronnell Williams. Good morning, Ronnell. Hey, good morning, Steve and Ted. How you guys doing? We're doing well here on a Monday morning. Just one week till Christmas, Ronnell. Yeah, that's right. You guys mentioned, uh, you know, if you need to do some of that last minute shopping, maybe going to the grocery store even to get some of those supplies for that uh, upcoming holiday meal. I suggest doing so uh, over the next few days before we have our rain chances move in. Those will likely be on the rise a little bit later on this week. But in the meantime, it does look like things should be fairly quiet out there. Just got to get through a cooler start to the week today. High 43 degrees under mostly sunny skies. Not going to be as mild as how we wrapped up the weekend yesterday. By later on tonight, a few more clouds moving in as high pressure starts to slowly but surely break down. High 49 degrees, our wind switching out of the south at 10 to 25 miles an hour, so that breeze by tomorrow going to be a little bit stronger in addition to having a few more clouds in our skies. Rebounding all the way up into the upper 50s come Wednesday, still staying dry with a high 57 degrees. We'll see skies then turn mostly cloudy, so we're getting close to those rain chances. 58 on Thursday, 30% chance of rain. We'll have a 20% chance of seeing a few showers between Friday and Saturday, and then making a jump up to a 40% chance of rain come Sunday on Christmas Eve, just before we get into Christmas Day. So far, we don't have a chance of rain for Christmas Day, but that may change, especially since there's still a lot of time between now and then. So far, it doesn't look like we're going to have a white Christmas this year. Uh, high temperatures, of course, well into the 50s, and our low temperatures likely staying above freezing, at least through Christmas Eve. So at least temperature-wise, things are going to be nice out there, despite not seeing any of that snow this year for the Christmas holiday. Right now, we're at 35 degrees with the north breeze at 13 miles an hour. Hour. Gust up to 23 miles an hour, so already a bit of a breezy start to the day. A bit chilly, too. Just make sure that you're, bu- you're bundled up and you'll be able to make it through the start of the day just fine. It's my understanding that uh, Santa actually has some special skids that he puts on his uh, 
on the sleigh when the there's no snow. He doesn't have to have snow, in other words. He can land no, anywhere. <laughs> That's right, on his feet, too. Yeah. I All guess right. I will just be dreaming of a white Christmas. You will. it's not going to happen. You're always dreaming about something, so. All right, thank you, Ron L., the KSN Storm Trucker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ron L. Williams. 714 now, Steve and Ted, here on KNSS. The 18th day of December in the year 2023, and on this date in 1917, Congress passed the 18th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution prohibiting the manufacture, sale, or transportation of intoxicating liquors mm. and sent it to the states for ratification, which they did. They ratified it. That was in 1917, so then everybody had to drink illegally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For how many About years? Fifteen years. Yeah. What was the number, what was the amendment that uh, brought it back? Twenty first. One of them just countermanded that that amendment. So, yeah, the that 18th. was one of FDR's big uh, platforms when yeah. he ran for president. Was I'm going to dump the yeah, we're going to dump the prohibition. Yeah, <laughs> he knew it. He knew how to get votes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By the way, if you've ever you need to watch the Ken Burns documentary on prohibition. It is fascinating. Oh. Everything Ken Burns does is great. I got to watch more of that. Movie director and producer Steven Spielberg having a birthday today. He's 77 today. 77. I thought he was younger than me for some reason. Great directors. You know, I look at the the list of blockbuster films this guy's done. Oh, yeah. It's a a long list. Yeah, it is amazing. He's got three Oscars, is all. There was a time when. He had never won an Oscar, and we all wondered, he makes all these great movies. Why didn't he win any Oscars? Well, That finally has corrected itself. I just picked three films. Jaws, Schindler's List, Saving Private Ryan, and it goes on and on. Color Purple, it just goes on and Close on. Encounters. Yeah, Close Encounters. Guy's just had a phenomenal career. He is a a major, major talent, Ted. Mm-hmm. No doubt. A Santa figure has saved an Iowa fire department's nativity scene from being shut down right. for constitutional violations. The display is back up after residents of the central Iowa city of Toledo added a Santa Claus to the display. An atheist group satisfying atheist. Yeah. Atheist group group uh, warned that the fire department's manger scene could violate the First Amendment's ban on government agencies favoring one religion over others. The U.S. Supreme Court has ruled that nativity scenes are allowed on government property if there's a secular purpose or context. Founder of the Eastern Iowa Atheist says he's satisfied now that the Toledo display includes Here's the context. Christmas is a national holiday. Why isn't that illegal? Yeah. Why should we get today Christmas off? is a federal holiday. There's your text. There's your context. <laughs> well... There you go. Let's see here. One Kentucky family got a little something extra when they picked out their Christmas tree this year. A baby owl. Lexington resident Michelle White says it's a tradition for the family to pick out a Christmas tree every year, and this year seemed no different. They had the tree in their home for four days, didn't notice anything unusual. Mm -hmm. Not until Bobby Hayes was hired Uh to clean their carpets Uh and noticed the trees swaying after plugging in a piece of equipment. Okay. Says the bird was sitting on a lower limb before climbing into the tree. Yeah, just setting up shop. He was able to find it again and safely release it outside. Whew. Had an owl in the tree for th- four days. It wasn't a partridge. And didn't know it. No, it wasn't a partridge. Oh, owl. An owl. You got to get that thing outside. 
7.18 now, Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. It is sports time with Ted Woodward. Busy weekend, including, of course, Chiefs football. Yeah, we had the Chiefs football in action yesterday on the road, visiting the bottom team in the conference, the New England Patriots. Chiefs got off to a slow start. They were down 10-7 to pretty late in the first half in this one, but finally got the offense on track. Mitch Holtis had the call of the game. Of course, it was right here on their Wichita radio home of the Chiefs, 98-7 and 1330 KNSS. Holmes will be in the shotgun. Station to his left hip is McKinnon. Rice, the 11th player of the drive, as Rice is wide to the left. Two receivers to the right side. Mahomes will now put McKinnon in motion to the near side. Snap to the face mask of Mahomes. McKinnon right flat. Catch. Five. Near side. Pylon. Touchdown. Kansas City. McKinnon has thrown for a touchdown and now caught a touchdown. And the Chiefs regain the lead 13-10. to on a well-executed flat pass to the December touchdown machine, Jarek McKinnon. And at that point, the Chiefs were on their way to scoring 20 straight points. Flip this game around. And the Chiefs defense doing their job, holding down the bottom team in the conference and doing a great job. Second and six for Bailey Zappi and the New England Patriots. Elliott stays in. Zappi's under center. He's got Hunter Henry tucked in as a tight slot. He'll stay in the block. Zappi's in trouble. Ball's out, but recovered by his lineman. I'm telling you, Drew Tranquil is having some fun. He had a sack earlier in this game. He was able to nearly get the ball out. He, Amenahu, were coming along with Karloftis and relentless. It's a sack and a loss back to the 22-yard line and almost a lost fumble by New England. Chiefs with four sacks on defense and a takeaway, and they come back and beat the Patriots 27-17 was the final score there. The Chiefs get the win, snap a two-game losing skid. Back in the win column now at 9-5. and five. We heard the touchdown there from Jarek McKinnon. And uh, earlier in the first half, the Chiefs ran a single wing play, and McKinnon threw a touchdown pass in the first half. Chiefs getting the job done, maybe in some old-school ways. Your running back room came out and performed today. You became the third Chief all-time to have a throwing touchdown and a and a receiving touchdown in the in the same game. Take me first through that that play down at the goal line. Looked like something out of some old school playbook, huh? Yeah, coach, uh, coach Reed and them. There was an old school play when they uh, showed it. I think the film was in black and white. So, um, you know, we had been practicing it. It's been up. We just haven't got to it yet. Um, it was originally a handoff, but me and Rasheed, we we said we was gonna toss it and, and get it in. Um, you know, it was great blocking up front, and we scored off of it. Yeah, showing them an old single wing play in black and white, and they run it for a touchdown <laughs> yesterday. Here's Chiefs head coach Andy Reid. I'm, I'm going to start, which I never do, with, with special teams, so I'm putting it out there. Tommy's punt at the end was a beautiful thing um, and was it came at a, a good time. Um, Pat's day, uh, over 300 yards um, and a couple TDs, made some beautiful throws. <laughs> And uh, the turnovers look like it, it not, but you know we got to make sure that we we hang on to that football, and we're we're getting better at that. We just got to keep keep growing there. Three weeks to go. The Chiefs are in the number three spot in the conference now, with a two-game lead to top the division after the Broncos lost yesterday. All right, there you go. The Chiefs are nine and five with three weeks to go. College men's basketball action yesterday in Manhattan. Uh, one to forget. Nebraska came into Manhattan and beat Kansas State 62-46. A 17-1 run in the second half by the Huskers sealed that one. Uh, K-State only scored 12 points in the second half. Second worst scoring half in K-State history. They missed 26 three-pointers. 
All right. Wow. K-State falls to 8-3. and Kind of got a sour taste in their mouth heading into Christmas week and a matchup with the Shockers coming up in a few days. I think K-State will probably be angry coming into that one. The Shocks yep. better be ready. Yep. Uh, you heard that game yesterday over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. And let's go to the college basketball news in a little better frame of mind. How about the Newman men winning at home yesterday afternoon on the west side, beating Fort Hayes State 77-75 in overtime. Newman Jr., Stevie Strong out of Campus High School, 25 points, 8 assists. Hey, Newman's getting to the point here where teams don't want to come in here. Newman is 6-2 and two at home this season and back-to-back wins this weekend at home. Nice job as Newman picks up its sixth home win of the season, beat Fort Hayes yesterday in overtime. There you go. That's sports with Stephen Ted. 7.23 now. Keep it up for house call for health. What things are poisonous to your pets? That's coming up. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. This is Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh. Ted Woodward, 7.30 here on this Monday morning. 36 degrees. The projected opening of the new Wichita water treatment plant is being delayed. The original goal was to have the plant up and running in September, but Public Works Director Gary Jensen says they now anticipate it will begin service in January of 2025. One of our challenges is the water that's needed for the testing during the peak summer months is not feasible, right? So we're shifting things a little bit, trying to figure out how that works so that we can fully test the components of the plant. Jansen says additional staff will be needed as both plants will be operational for part of next year. The IDF is facing backlash after three soldiers mistakenly killed three Hamas-held hostages. Fox's Nate Foy reports from Jerusalem. The IDF chief of staff, Herzi Halevi, says the three men took their shirts off to show troops they didn't have explosives. They were also waving a white flag, but in the confusion and panic of war, IDF soldiers shot and killed them. Halevi said this is not how soldiers are trained to react with hostages or Palestinians. The IDF also announced that it's found the largest Hamas tunnel yet in Gaza. This tunnel is big enough to drive a car through. It's two and a half miles long, and more than that, just a couple hundred yards away from Israel's border. The project to build the tunnel was led by Hamas leader Ihya Simwar's brother, Muhammad. And more than 100 people are still being held hostage by Hamas. Congress remains completely divided on last week's vote to formally open an impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden. The party line vote in the House to officially proceed with the inquiry, according to Texas Republican Senator John Cornyn, is the right move. We're peeling back layers of an onion, and the investigation is revealing new and uh, and very serious uh, evidence. California Democratic Congressman Ro Khanna says while past links in Biden family finances may be a fair question. Don't take up the time of the Congress when the president hasn't done anything wrong as president of the United States. Both appeared on Fox News Sunday. The White House called the vote last week to continue the inquiry a baseless political stunt. Gernal Scott, Fox News. The full slate for the Wichita City Council tomorrow. The council will discuss several agenda items, including business regulations and licensing and whether to repeal some licenses that are now unnecessary. A proposed tree policy will come before the council, as well as year-end city budget adjustments, the city's 2024 insurance program, and the potential implementation of a property tax relief program. Late Associate Justice Sandra Day O'Connor gets a Supreme Court send-off today. 
Justice O'Connor will lie in repose inside the Supreme Court's Great Hall. Members of the public are allowed to pay respects following a private ceremony at the court this morning. A funeral service is scheduled tomorrow at the National Cathedral here in Washington. President Biden will deliver one of the tributes to the late justice. O'Connor was the first woman to serve on the court after her nomination by President Reagan in 1981. Then-Senator Biden supported her confirmation. She retired from the court in 2005 and died earlier this month at 93. In Washington, Jared Halpern, Fox News. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. A clear sky, quiet start to our day here in Wichita. It's going to be sunny and breezy with temperatures trending in the upper 30s by lunchtime, 44 this afternoon. Tonight's low 29, then partly sunny and windy on Tuesday. It is going to help warm us up a bit, though, with a high near 50. I'm KNSS Meteorologist Ann Holiday. Now clear, 36 degrees, and we have a north wind at 13 miles per hour. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. We had a sunny day across central Kansas Sunday. Wichita's high temperature was 58 degrees. Mm. Normal mm. high, 45. So Nice. And Wichita's precipitation for the year now stands at just over 29 inches, and that's just under 5 inches below normal. So we still could use a little moisture out there. 734, Stephen Ted, is Monday morning, and it is uh, time for Mondays with the Mayor, Wichita Mayor Brandon Whipple. Good morning, sir. Hey, good morning, guys. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Hey. You know, one week left until Christmas. I'm sure that uh, you've got uh, at least got Santa informed on what's going on, right? We, we apparently do. We were at the um, <laughs> we were at the, uh, 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 the tree lighting, and, of course, uh, the kids got to write letters to Santa, and uh, they, Santa actually replied. Uh, so um, Santa has been put on notice uh, that of uh, what, what my little guys are, are asking for, and they even, like I said, even shot us a letter back. So that was pretty cool. So mm-hmm. hopefully folks were able to get out to that last weekend uh, and hopefully had a similar positive experience. All right. Have you been to Illuminations this year? You know, not yet. Uh, look at the weather, though. It looks yeah. like... Yeah, hopefully we can. Uh, the weather's going to get a little, little nicer, and then of course it's Kansas is going to go right back to getting cold again. So hopefully we can get there and add that right with the temperatures not too bad. But usually it's pretty packed those days, and yeah. illuminations has just grown and become incredible over the last few years. So uh, we don't want to miss it, but obviously it's a lot of people getting out there as well. So we'll try to time it right, right with the kids. My family had a good evening there two weeks ago, Saturday. So yeah. Weather's been pretty good this year so far for uh, all that stuff outside. Um, We've got a a city council meeting, probably the last one of the year, I would imagine, next uh, that's coming up tomorrow. Hopefully. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, the way, of course, the last scheduled meeting uh, of the year, uh, I say hopefully because we can have an emergency meeting if something crazy happens. Uh, Let's let's hope nothing like that goes down. Um, But uh, yeah, we the big thing on the agenda. I mean, you guys mentioned there's a few. uh, It's a packed agenda. There's a few things that are pressing. But the big thing is uh, approval of the guidelines for the property tax relief program. Um, I this got kind of caught up, I think, in just a lot of other uh, news at the time when we passed it because it was part of the budget. Uh, But uh, just want to again for your listeners uh basically what this is if you are a uh, disabled veteran a low income uh, uh family with, with a dependent pretty much you know think single moms uh and also um a uh senior on a fixed income or low income and you qualify for one of these tax rebates at the state level 
what that does, that gives you part of your property tax money back. Show us the receipt. Basically show us, you know, that you did qualify and we'll shoot you a check for, for the rest of your property tax uh, that you paid that year. Uh, essentially, with the refunds at the state level and at the local level, it means that uh, low-income seniors, uh, low-income families, and disabled veterans will live property tax-free here in the city of Wichita. Uh, this is only going off for this next year. Um, it passed by one vote. I don't know if the next council will keep it alive, uh, but you know we definitely want to promote what, what, what the program is for, for this year, for this upcoming year, uh, so that people can take advantage of it. And you'll be looking at year-end budget adjustments as well tomorrow. Yeah, that's right. We have um, uh, we're going to uh, actually shift some uh, American Rescue Plan funds. Uh, basically, the American Rescue Plan funds have to be used up or at least um, allocated, or I guess put on a spreadsheet uh, by 2026. Uh, we have uh, some cost savings where we're able to take ARPA funds, those federal funds that came in during COVID. Uh, and shift them around so that we uh, can get, get those spent before uh, before the time runs out. On a lot of its projects uh, that we already have budgeted for, uh, where we were going to utilize what's called general funds for, but now we're just going to uh, shore up some of these ARPA funds so we can hold on to those general funds because those don't expire. So uh, it's, it's $11.7 million. Uh, it's a good thing because, again, it's going to allow us to kind of move, push forward and move faster in some of these projects we have, a lot of its infrastructure, that type of stuff uh, that allows us to save money in the long run when it comes to um, uh, what it costed, we call it debt service. It's pretty much interest. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to make some adjustments. Nothing too heavy there, I guess, as far as I, I don't expect any robust debate. <laughs> so it should be. Uh, fairly easy. It's We're not funding anything that we haven't already approved. One item on the agenda says uh, a draft of a tree canopy policy. What's that? Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, tree politics. Um, basically, what, what's cool about this, <laughs> this job, guys, uh, what's cool about the tree uh, uh, policy is um, we, we've had past tree policies. Uh, we also had Folks in the uh, nonprofit community and the activist community come in and say, hey, we, we, we want more trees. We're going to knock down the trees that are basically dying because of the droughts. Um, can you plant them again? Uh, so what this does, though, it actually bases it on uh, some data from NASA, some satellite data that shows where in Wichita we are missing a tree canopy, basically. And sadly, a lot of that is in uh, lower-income areas, which – you know, the older neighborhoods, the higher income, they have more mature trees. Uh, what it does, it actually increases the cost of utilities uh, for uh, folks in these areas because they become hotspots. So what we're doing is approving the plan that's based off NASA data uh, to target tree planting throughout the city. That's also going to include the places that, well, need trees the most. And a lot of times uh, those are places that I think uh, – People would agree they haven't gotten their fair share of, uh, of services from the city. Uh, so usually lower income areas. Uh, but it's great that we actually got everyone on the plan because, <laughs> again, it's street politics is kind of uh, contentious, believe it or not. Yep. Uh, so I want to get everyone moving forward. Yeah, I don't want to get yelled at by a tree person. Yeah, because everybody knows that trees are good for the, the environment. There's mm-hmm. no doubt about it. Yeah, and again, one of the 
we just get this issue where we go and we plant these trees and then it gets hotter. We get a few hot summers, then they die. So we have to find a new species or uh, <laughs> another. We have a whole forestry division that worries about this stuff. My job is to make sure they got the money for it. All right. Very good. All right. Thanks for being with us. And uh, to uh, you and your family, the uh, have a Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. All right. Yeah, thanks, guys. You too. All right. We'll um, give you next Monday Merry off. You to your listeners. Yeah, you have yeah Monday, you don't have to call in Monday next off, Monday. Okay? okay, yeah, yeah. Thank you guys for clarifying <laughs> that for me. Very good. Thank you. Right. Merry Christmas. Wichita Mayor Brandon Whipple. Mondays with the Mayor, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Coming up to the Wichita Business Journal update this morning. Plans for a large housing development in Derby are moving forward. That's coming up, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Stephen Ted in the morning, KNSS, 7.47 here on a Monday morning. Three big things. Chiefs beat the Patriots in New England, 27-17. to 17. Two. Juvenile critically injured in Southwest Wichita shooting. No suspects in custody. One. Car crashes into President Biden's motorcade. No one injured. Three big things, Stephen Ted on KNSS. Starting to see some of that heavier traffic uh, backing up just a little bit in the road construction at the North Junction. And, uh, of course, this time of morning, that really starts to back up. Right now, really only a problem if you're going southbound on I-135 and you're trying to exit to K-96. That ramp starting to back up out there right now. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Sunny today with a high of 44 degrees. Mostly clear and cool tonight. The overnight low, 27. Tuesday, sunny and breezy. Tomorrow's high, 50 degrees. Now a clear sky, 36 degrees. We have a north wind at 13 miles per hour. Hatman Jacks has some great gift ideas for Christmas this year. There's no better time to have their staff find a hat for you and everyone on your gift list. They have the absolute best selection of Western hats, fedoras, caps, and accessories in the Midwest. And they provide expert fitting at no extra charge. Open Tuesday through Thursday from 10 to 5.30 and expanded hours Friday and Saturday 10 to 6. 
through December 23rd. At the clock tower in Delano, Hatman Jacks. A Google decision may make it harder to catch criminals. Fox on set. Google might make it easier for you to get away with things. Privacy and data security concerns have often led to clashes between tech companies and law enforcement. Apple famously refused to help the FBI unlock an iPhone recovered from the married terrorist pair responsible for a mass shooting in San Bernardino, California in 2015. Now Google is changing what its Maps app does with your location data. Going forward, Google Maps will not store your data in the cloud, but on your phone locally. There will be no way to track where you, or more specifically your phone, was from the cloud. The change may be due to the FBI's use of warrants allowing them to use geofencing to identify people by location at certain times, as was done to pursue BLM rioters suspected of things like arson or attacking police. The Verge reports Google wanted to help end such digital dragnets. With Fox on Tech, I'm Evan Brown, Fox News. Among the winners on Wall Street Friday, Boeing and Costco... The major averages gaining steam in the final minutes of trading and closing mixed and notching their seventh straight week of gains. Stocks rallied this week following the Fed's latest policy meeting with central bankers signaling that rates have peaked and mapped out rate cuts for 2024. Tech companies were among the gainers while healthcare and utilities lagged. Costco stock popping for a record close. The warehouse retailer said it logged a higher profit for its first quarter as sales rose in line with analysts' expectations. The Dow winners, Boeing, Microsoft, Microsoft and Salesforce, the Dow Decliners, United Health Group, McDonald's, and Goldman Sachs. The Dow up 57 points for a third record close. The Nasdaq up 52. S&P 500 down a fraction. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. And now business news from the Wichita Business Journal. Workers at Wichita's branch of D.B. Schenker voted Thursday to unionize with the International Association of Machinists and Aerospace Workers Local 839. The same union representing workers at Spirit Aerosystems, Bombardier, Textron Aviation, and McConnell Air Force Base. The employees who work for the German-based logistics company said they wanted more equitable pay and better representation. After both shifts voted, 75 of 128 votes were for unionizing, said District 70 organizer Jimmy Yeager. In all, 164 employees were eligible to vote. The vote was held at Spirit, where the company has offices, and conducted by the National Labor Relations Board. Tim Garvey's plans for a transformative 154-acre development in Derby are marching forward. Last week, the Derby City Council unanimously approved a mixed-use plan until a unit development district for Greenwood Village, which would bring unique residential and commercial options to the growing suburb southeast of Wichita. Located at the northeast corner of 55th Street South and Rock Road, the developer's vision would create a walkable, mixed-use community featuring 950 dwelling units, 450,000 square feet of non-residential development, and over 14 acres of open space. That's in Derby. And that's business news this morning from the Wichita Business Journal. Residential solar is gaining traction in the U.S. with about 4.5 million homes now with solar rooftops. The share of electric vehicles in the U.S. is also growing. Many people with EVs become interested in charging them on solar energy if they own their own roofs. And many people with solar end up buying electric cars. 
Hmm. I'm very interested in doing that. If my they can son, afford it. My son's done it for part of his roof. Says he doesn't have very high electric bills anymore. Hey, and uh, you know, I'm, I, I want to look into it. But my wife is kind of holding me back. She's not real. Yeah, you, crazy about you the drive energy. by the Evergy building there at Central and the Canal Route, and it's the entire roof is surrounded by solar panels. <laughs> and yet they don't seem to really promote it for their customers. Oh, well, you know, <laughs> it doesn't help that way. Hmm. Today is International Migrants Day, emphasizing the protection of migrants' human rights. Day also recognizes the contributions and efforts of migrants around the world. Ever since human beings were created, they moved from one land to another for one reason or another. And as I was watching uh, part of, uh, was it King of Kings on Turner Classic? Yeah, I saw part of that yesterday. Uh, They were telling the story of uh, the birth of Jesus and how the decree went out to have all the male children killed. And Mary, Joseph, and uh, Jesus took off for Egypt. Skedaddled for Egypt. So they were migrants. Yeah. When When you come right down to it, so. And I guess you would have to say my, my grandfather, Mac, was a migrant. He came here from Canada. He wasn't escaping anything. Go. He wasn't escaping anything. He was just, I think his family was looking for a better place. Mm-hmm. And, and here we are. All right. Uh, did you have a good weekend, Ted? Didn't even ask this morning. What's, did you stay busy? Did you do anything other than work, 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 work? I didn't do a whole lot of work. Did the Shocker game Shocker on Saturday game. night. There you go. Got a nice win. Very, yeah, exciting win. Came right down to the final buzzer. One point, wasn't it? Yeah, one point. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, exciting game at Coke Arena on Saturday night. That was probably my weekend highlight. K-State's coming to town to play? No, they're playing in Kansas City. They're playing in Kansas City. Neutral side, huh? Yeah, a few days oh, from now. All right. Well, on Saturday, I had a great Saturday. I had the, uh, the grandkids over and took them out to TJ's Burgers down in the old – in. Uh, Delano. There you go. Got them fed up and then took them back to the house so they could decorate my Christmas tree for me. Oh. And they hung the ornaments. And uh, we've got you know, we've got that little tree out front that we planted, what, four or five years ago. And it's about, what, 20 feet high now. Oh. And all the leaves are nice gone. Nice progress. And, what kind um, of a tree is it? It's uh, uh, oak, I think. Ugh. Oh, wait a minute. It's maple. I think it's maple. I, I hope it's remember. a maple. Okay. Autumn breeze something. Yeah, I think it's maple. Anyway, all the the leaves are gone, so my wife is taking the last couple of winters and hanging balls on there. Oh, nice. So I got my two grandsons out there, Luke and Nolan. They're both about six foot three. Got them up on the ladder, and they got up pretty high, but Very good. not near the top. They hung them for us. And, that, that, and then one of the granddaughters took the, the table there in the living room and uh, put all my wife's nutcrackers on there. She has got a collection. You have to see it. I mean... I don't know how much she's got, at least 20. I've seen it. Have you seen yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. you got every kind of nutcracker theme you can think of. But, uh, so Are any of them used, or is it completely oh, no. adorning? It's, it's, it's decoration. Okay. 100%. But it's nice. We've got, the Christmas, got this Christmas spirit in the living room and around the house now. So Nice. All right. Uh, 7.56, Steve and Ted stay with us in the 8 o'clock hour this morning on a Monday. Uh, We'll tell you about the uh, shooting of a juvenile in southwest Wichita. Ted has sports on the way. Right, Ted? Yeah, the Kansas City Chiefs in action yesterday afternoon right here on KNSS. We'll have highlights and reaction coming up in sports. Plus entertainment news. The Blur's on the way. Yeah, we've got to start the week off uh, the week before Christmas with a nice edition of The Blur. That'll be in 40 minutes. And your traffic and weather in the 8 o'clock hour with Steve and Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.